1: guys so we have Talbot's stash ward's beard sky's bangs and now we have simmons brows
2: i saw <sighs> the simmons brows those were odd in close-ups
1: yes maybe it's a hydra thing
0: i don't know there was, there was something about her that looked different i swear i didn't pick up on the eyebrows but if that's it you i think you're dead on you know
2: um we were talking about Seinfeld a little bit off the air and there's an episode where Jerry or George, I forget has a girlfriend and it depends what kind of light she's in. Oh Yeah. I remember that one. And for some reason, there have been some odd shots of, uh, miss Henstrich who is obviously very attractive, but the promo image that they used for season two, when it was like, what will she become? And it was, you know, the, the shot of Simmons—it was like a bad shot. Yeah. She looked like a fourteen-year-old skater boy, <laughs> which is
1: a
0: weird <laughs> thing to say, but you know. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I see what you mean. So uh, I've got ever yeah. Levine running through my head. So thanks for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she is as cute as cute can be. So I mean, I, I, obviously we joke and we kid. Oh yeah. Uh, but she is she is adorable as adorable can be.
2: And those eyebrows, I mean, that takes work. I mean, those are not naturally shaped eyebrows. I mean, that's... No. That that takes some time. And I saw um, Hartley's Hand was another Twitter account that popped nice.
0: up. Nice. That's good. Hey, hey, what if, what if we were to um, ship Talbert St- Talbot Stash and uh, uh, Simmons Brow?
1: Okay. Can I say I just I hate that term. I well, don't know so do I. So do I, which like, is it why it makes, makes it that much me, funnier here. Yeah, it just makes me wanna <laughs> like stab myself in the eye. Well, I, apparently,
0: I F- Felinda is a thing yes. now. Yeah, Skyward is that. a big thing. S- Skyward. Well, Skyward's yeah. been Wasn't around was Isn't that there? just yeah. perfect?
2: Skyward. Skyward. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're, go. we're old and we're men. Yes. So,
0: and this is it's all connected.
1: Episode. Thank you. I
0: was just gonna ask you what we were doing here. Do
2: you yes. think that evil organizations have their own printer so that they can have their logo everywhere, or do you think they send that out to like Staples?
0: You know, we made the comment last season how you know shield got the logo on the pencils and everything you find. If you if it can be printed, it's like they have their own standing cafe press accounts. You know, but apparently that's a thing with with uh, organizations like in this show. I mean, because it, it took them all of what it's, we figured. What it's been three months since. Uh, the fall of Shield, since since all that happened, so they've they've gone overtime. I mean, even even in the in the hull of the ship, it was on the control panel. It was it was uh, stenciled on the panel there, I, and it actually. I'm sorry, I totally get Shield having that. You know, oh, obviously yeah. from
2: before they were an underground. You know, now they're on the right. run, and obviously they didn't erase all of their logos from everywhere. But I can I cannot fathom Hydra no. having sweatshirts. <laughs> you know with the hydra <laughs> you know. logo
0: but anyway I mean, they got they got they're the looking... the nice quality pin on the
1: lapel they've got yes. the
0: uh,
2: it was on their recruiting. folders
1: yeah anyway they're recruiting i mean you know when you're when you're bringing people in you got to throw you know a little bit of swag at them you know it's like hey come come join hydra here's your hydra pencil right. your hydra hoodie right. Your Hydra notebook. Yeah. Just never
0: yeah. wear it anywhere. And your and your cyanide capsule, should you get caught or cap- captured? You know, yeah.
2: If you life. should get captured wearing your Hydra windbreaker, <laughs> here, is, <laughs> here is a cyanide capsule.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Anyway. Uh, What's our news uh, and ratings, Russ, before it's midnight? We're loopy already.
1: <laughs> I know. So we have better news uh, from last week. So we'll look at episode two. And the live plus three ratings... Uh, we're up 56%, so we went from uh, a 1.8 to a 2.8, so it's like a full point in the ratings up, uh, which is pretty impressive because that puts it better than um, NCIS New Orleans, because I think NCIS New Orleans um, tracked up, and it was, let's see where it it's ended up, 2.9, so, uh, so just a... a Tenth, I'm sorry, a tenth of a point behind uh, the Live Plus 3 ratings for NCIS New Orleans, which on um, the day of was a good uh, half a point better. So uh, kind of like we've talked about many times on the show, it's just I think people in our demographic, people that are into this, just don't watch live TV. Um, you know, they DVR everything and watch it later.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wish it was... Must see TV, but maybe those days are are just over.
1: It's, I think it's so. A
0: tough, it's a tough call. We talked offline about this week's ratings, which you know on on the day after they were. I mean, when you look at just the rating with no context, yeah, it looked it was the lowest rating of the of the series, uh, like a one point six. But when you compare it, CBS and NBC, they've got those two hours eight. 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock locked up. You've got CBS has NCIS and NCIS New Orleans. If you're watching one, you're probably watching both, and they're both very high. NBC's got a two-hour block of The Voice, so if you're watching the first hour, you're watching the second hour. Meanwhile, here's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., solid number two against a huge number one, Yeah. and then you got Supernatural in fourth place with a 1.2, which was the premiere of its 10th season. So it's a 1.2. Granted, yeah, it's on the CW, or, yeah, CW, but it's it's... In it's 10th season now at a 1.2. ABC's
1: got a 1.6 in a, in a, in a second place. I'm, I'm okay with that. And actually revised up. So uh, right. the, the final overnights for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was 1.7 for episode three, uh, which is a tenth of a point better than Person of Interest and four-tenths of a point better than this, the follow-up show Forever, which has kind of been a... I think it's been like getting a, a fairly good buzz in... Uh, You know, overall, um, yeah, and
0: the press I'm reading is pretty consistent that you know, Shields hit its stride, it's finally found its feet. And I think they really were hurt by the uh, having to tie so closely to Captain America, as much as I love it. Um, yeah, they had a wait on that Hydra reveal, but it was once that happened, things started moving and continued to move.
1: Yeah, when you compare that to the the Flash, had its series premiere at the seven o'clock, at the eight o'clock Eastern hour. And it, it did a 1.9, which for the CW was their best premiere in like five years. Uh, right. So you know, kudos to them for that. But again, high-profile premiere uh, and 1.9 is probably like most shows. The, the premiere is going to be the its highest ratings uh, point unless they you know do something or I mean anything is possible. It could it could sustain. It could grow. I mean any anything's possible. But more than likely, it's probably going to decline down as well. Um, so I, I think, I think again, I think the show, like we've said before, has kind of found its audience. This is about where it's going to hover. I think the live plus three ratings, uh, definitely are a big plus and the live plus seven are even better. So I think ABC knows in general what the audience for this show is. And I think when you look at like live plus seven, I think that gives them more ammo when they want to do things like shop it to Netflix or shop it to syndication or, uh you know work out some sort of um digital rights deals and things like that if they can prove they have a bigger audience um you know the, the live plus seven do- doesn't do much for active uh advertising but but I think it does better in these side deals that they want to make so okay. cool not bad um as far as news goes uh not a whole lot the only the only real bit of news that we have uh shield or otherwise is um, at at the, We're in the, in the midst, as we record this, of New York Comic Con, and Marvel TV is going to have a big panel there. Uh, it doesn't look like the movies are going to have a, uh, any presence at all, uh, but, but Daredevil is going to have a, a lot of stuff going on. So I'm, I imagine that next Tuesday, we're pro- our new segment is going to probably be much bigger than it, than it has been in probably several weeks now, because I think we're going to uh, hear about leaked footage. I think we're going to have some more information on, on the Netflix Daredevil show and uh, maybe some other TV news uh, cropping up as well. But it looks like on Tuesday, November 4th, in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. slot, we're going to get Marvel 75 Years from Pulp to Pop, Uh, and it's going to be hosted by uh, Revenge and Captain America the Winter Soldier star Emily Van Camp, who played uh, Sharon Carter, Agent 13 herself. Uh, so it's going to be just an hour-long special that's going to talk about the history of Marvel and, uh, you know, it, it's just going to kind of be like a puff piece on Marvel Comics, uh, which I think will be interesting. Uh, they they kind of did this last year, although later with, uh, uh, you know, connecting the universe special that, that we enjoyed quite a bit. So this is going to be more comic-centric than live-action-centric. Uh, but again... If you're going to do a hiatus, uh, doing something that kind of keeps Marvel's name out there and keeps it in the in the ether, I think is a good thing.
2: Cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not suggesting that I expect this to happen. Just hypothetically, what do you think the ratings would be for something like that if they came out and said uh, at the end or somewhere in that 75th anniversary show, we are going to announce three Marvel movies that are upcoming.
1: I think it would probably double what. We uh, would probably do like a five. Maybe, man, maybe, maybe, yeah. Definitely, I would think pretty, if not at four, pretty close to four. Because I think if if they said they're going to premiere the Age of Ultron trailer on this thing, I think yeah, then we're talking probably right. five. Plus. Yeah,
2: same. Yeah, same that. Idea.
0: if they're just gonna if they're just gonna announce the names, I mean, that's something I don't need to watch to find out. You'll find that'll be all over the internet the next day, if not leaked before. So just an announcement's not enough, but if they're going to show a trailer, yeah, that'll get you something. They should.
1: They should. I mean, we're about due for an Age of Ultron trailer, I think. I mean, we're... Yeah,
0: they're, they're saying Interstellar, we said last week, I think, is when we're supposed to see it.
1: Yeah, which is odd, because that's, that's a Warner Brothers property, but... Yeah, it's a big... It's the big but fall it's a, release, though. Uh, so. Yeah, true, true. But we're seven months out right now from Age of Ultron, uh, so I'm surprised that we don't have anything um, of substance... Uh, out there yet so it'll be I'll be curious to see I I think that's going to be a big hook for this show moving forward I think as we get past the into 2015 I think we're going to get like we kind of got that with Winter Soldier a little bit there was that um, exclusive sneak peek but I think they're going to do that quite a bit with Age of Ultron and you know when you have a franchise that's probably going to bring in close to $2 billion worldwide box office uh, that's that's probably going to bring some eyeballs to your show so I
0: have a suggestion from Robert Downey Jr. during his uh, Ask Me Anything that he would be interested in doing a guest spot on uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah, he's he said a lot of things. He said a lot. He
0: says a lot in general, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I, that's I, still a good one. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, I, I, I think anything's possible. I mean, he's gone back and forth on the whole, is he or isn't he going to do an Iron Man 4? I think he's stirring the pot, and I think part of it for him is... I think if he could drum up enough interest and drum up enough talk and use that to his agent's advantage when negotiating with Marvel, uh, you know that people are all hyped up about the fact that he would a show appear on the TV show or b come back for Iron Man four. I think it's just you know he's looking to to kind of increase his cachet.
2: Sure, greatest career comeback since John Travolta and Pulp Fiction.
1: Yeah, uh, for Downey Jr. I,
2: and Iron Man
1: yeah I, and I think history will show probably greatest ever like, like oh yeah
2: period. Travolta I mean it, it it went badly quickly after <laughs> <laughs> yeah all fiction but uh the guy is Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: now I'm is hearing that... uh tiny little rumor uh we might see uh, Hawkeye on the small screen
1: yeah yeah yeah, there's talk of that too. Which which um,
0: makes sense. We talked about with the mockingbird uh uh connection. Why true. wouldn't you?
2: The internet will the internet's pants will melt if Renner or um Loki help me Hiddleston. Hiddleston, if either of them ever show up, that it will explode the internet. The female Yes. Hat.
1: I think yeah. Hiddleston more so than Renner even, to be yeah. honest with you. And I think that would be really cool. Have you seen that? Not to go too far off topic, but that uh, Jaguar commercial they're running now that has villains. Um, yes, it's, it has. It uh, has Mark Strong, uh, Ben Kingsley, and Tom Hiddleston as the oh God. as the British villains. It's it's really actually kind of funny. That's cool. Uh, Any other news? No that that's really it. Like I said, I think I think next week will be a bigger news week for us. So. Uh, not a whole lot, but a little bit to keep you going. Cool. So, episode three, making friends and influencing people.
0: A lot to like in this episode.
1: A lot to like in this episode. Uh, again, I-, I think the change in direction and pace and tone of this show uh, has just given it a huge shot in the arm. I mean, to me, it just... It's almost like its j- it started out on fire and hasn't really slowed down. I mean, we've we've had a few slower moments in the episodes, but in general things are seem to be moving pretty uh, at a pretty good pace. You know, we're not getting the uh, kind of the complaints we had about the early or the things we were concerned about with the early episodes of season one. Most of that stuff seems to be out the window with season two. Right. Uh, Including some, uh, Hydra brainwashing of an agent 33 which I, th- I thought was cool because uh, we know from at least on the S.H.I.E.L.D. side that a, a lot of the agents are numbered. I mean, we, we talk yeah. about a- Agent Carter is Agent 13, uh, and, and there's been various other numbers, so this was Agent 33.
0: Is it too much to ask for, for them to, just, just to have a little fun to have an Agent 99?
1: That would be awesome.
2: Agent 33, um, see, they didn't name her in the episode, so it's not a big deal. But there actually was an Agent 33 because, of course, I Googled it, you know, immediately. It right. um, had something to do with Hercules, the character, the Marvel Hercules. She was huh. involved with him for a while, but they didn't even name her, so I couldn't even tell you the real name of Agent 33, and it doesn't really right. matter. Um, it's probably this. This could be a coincidence, actually, that they just picked a number that was used in the history Maybe. of the Marvel Comics. Sure.
0: Some I don't think I don't think there was an accident. I mean, I mean they probably used one because it was may or may not have been inconsequential. Yeah, um, it was interesting. the The lead up to this was all about loyalties being tested or what side would be on, and and really the focus was on the brainwashing piece. So you got to wonder: Are there really that many Shield agents who are of their own free will jumping ship, or is it really more of this brainwashing technique? Yeah, but it was very interesting and. Uh, uh, I just it's like how they played orange. I liked how the yeah it was. I liked how they played up the whole you know, showing the process and then connecting that back with uh Donnie Gill at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was a nice
0: s- surprise when we got the full reveal of him.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Honestly. I I I didn't see that twist com- I mean not that it was a huge twist or anything, no. but I, I didn't see that coming.
0: Do you have a uh do you
2: have a director's list or a producer's list or anything? Anything ringing a bell for this episode? Because I'm sure you're just about to talk about the when we cut to Simmons waking up and going to work. Um, it was so lost to me. Yep. Yes. The, how, many, how many episodes started with one of the characters waking up with some yep. sort of off-center music playing? And the That's- whole scene, you're wondering what it's leading to. And then yep. the end is like a little reveal, whether it be, oh, it was a flashback, oh, it was a flash forward, oh, and this person used to be something that you haven't, you know, didn't know that yet, you know, some kind of reveal. And that this scene was so lost, and it could have just been like a little homage. I mean, it's ABC after all, yeah. but I was wondering if there was anybody working on it that had anything to do with Lost.
1: It, it's funny, yeah, you mentioned that. So the director was Bobby Roth, and he directed three episodes of Lost. Okay. And then he directed four episodes of Flash Forward, which kind of had similar, like, quirkiness. Sure. Like, now, Lost you don't
0: happen to know if any of those episodes were the season premiere, episode one, of either season two or season three?
1: Uh, It was... Because they're
0: the two that come to mind, Desmond's Desmond and then Juliet.
1: It Yeah, The Man Behind the Curtain, Whatever Happened, Happened, and Sundown.
0: Yeah, they're all mid-season episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, Ken's supposed to do a Lost Rewatch podcast, but hasn't happened yet. I did my yeah. rewatch a year ago. I'm, I'm good for a while on that <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> well, you didn't record your thoughts.
0: No, I didn't. I should have.
1: So, yeah, so there's definitely some uh, some connections there to previous uh, previous ABC shows. I mean, even uh, Revenge. Uh, it did an episode of V. Prison Break. There only was one episode of V, wasn't there? Uh There was two seasons. <laughs> oh, really? Was it on that long? Ish. Two seasons ish. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh, it looks like um Bobby Roth also directed uh, The Hub, Tahiti, and End of the Beginning. So, three episodes nice. last season so far one episode this season. Three significant episodes, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, ones
1: we were yeah, well, not so much before. the Hub, but Right. All right. So yeah, again, you know, speaking of the Simmons scene, I-, I love every second of that scene. Like to me, that may be like one of my most favorite scenes uh of the show so far. just it was so quirky and so offbeat and so fitting of Simmons. Like when you mm-hmm. listen to that to that uh uh God Help the Girl, I'm I'm looking at the notes here, God Help the Girl by Bell and Sebastian, uh frontman Stuart Murdoch. Um It I don't know it just it just seems like it all fits into place Uh, and it's just so funny how you know just to see her yeah you you know walking around and she gets her coffee and
0: just a little yeah the details of that scene just like made it you know even down to just enjoying her you know whatever it was hot pocket whatever and just you know throwing her trash away just doing her thing and it was it was she was just walking to work yeah and the lyrics sort of implied that. You know, it's something
2: about I don't need a boyfriend or whatever. Not that you know, it just sort of implied or it set you on the wrong path, thinking that it she was, was like finished
0: with Fitz and them, and you know. But bright and cheerful and on a new path, and this is my new yeah career. I'm on my way, right, like a hear me roar type of thing. Or yeah, whatever.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pretty. I mean, it was pretty obvious as to what was going on. I mean, I I think we'd pretty much figured it out by last week that. Uh, it was a little too spot on for them to say, "I can't believe she left," and you know she she just took off, and you know that was very uncharacteristic of Simmons. Uh, so wh- I think when we saw that, it was it was a little obvious of what was going on. But even even so, it just I don't know it just worked so well. I, I don't know I just I just loved every every second of it. But we see that uh, So Simmons at this point is basically doing for Hydra what she was doing for Shield. I mean she's just. Uh, And the the cool thing about this is, you know, normally if this was like 24 or even like lost or something like that, you'd think, well, that's, you know, come on, like they're going to take her in with open arms and not be suspicious and, you know, everything else. But given the state of the universe at this point where uh, Hydra is busted up, S.H.I.E.L.D. is busted up, Allegiances are all over the place, there's all this crossing, double crossing... it would make sense that if she did a reasonably good job of proving herself to Hydra that they would take her in and not be overly suspicious about about what's going on. So, Well, I'm
0: sure she's not she's not the only S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, probably, who is now working for Hydra exactly. you know, without the brainwashing, so it's not out of that realm. Right. Uh, and, and just the way they handle it, I mean, they put it out there for us, you know, they're not trusting her and right. where her loyalties lie and, and handle it beautifully. And that was another thing about the whole process, like— they called it out sky called that it out that she's not a good liar you know And they said you know yes she is but she she really definitely a lot has changed for everybody and they they made that was a point of this episode that a lot of people are in different places than they were Uh, but she she got through beautifully as far as her cut he maintained her cover uh and and getting set up on that but
1: i had a point but it's gone for me now so go on sure so again, that was a, a nice a nice surprise to to see how right. that that played out, and it, again, it adds this other dynamic. I mean, we talked about it last week, but we've got multiple factions going on. You know, we've got Shield, we've got Hydra, we have uh, Reina and her group. You know, there's there's just there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, with with all of this, and and to see, uh, you know, the the team itself being you know split doing this covert thing i don't know just it i like when there's multiple things kind of going on at once it's you know where season one was very it it was it seemed very straightforward it was like the good guys versus the bad guys and you know it, it was very straightforward and with this we get all these crazy allegiances and cross double cross it it's making it for much more interesting to see who's gonna start to turn on who and who's gonna have to get in bed with who to make things happen and uh, you know, we're definitely seeing the, the beginnings of that in this episode.
2: It's always a good formula, you know, to have, like, those possible, you know, whether it be sleeper agents or double crosses, like you said. You know, like the Galactica thing, like, oh, you sure. knew that five of them were Cylons. Yeah. Who are they? Could happen at any time, you know. There's plenty of yeah. other shows that have done it, but I can't think of any right now.
0: <laughs> no, we we... Um, so we haven't explicitly said it, so, but but Simmons is working for Hydra, but she is there undercover working for Colson, and they when he was there in her apartment, he talked about uh she's mentioned the dead drops. Well, think back to two weeks ago in episode one when we first came across Colson, he was talking to somebody on the phone, and he said, "Um, use a dead drop from now on. there's not enough pay phones in this country, right. I'm thinking he's talking to Simmons at that point, yep, you know, so now we you know that's who he was talking to then, which was like, ah, aha." A clue.
2: And did we establish um, I remember talking about it a little bit for the uh, premiere, but did we establish the time frame that has passed,
0: or roughly, or we know I'm it's calling a... it three months. Yeah, They said early, yeah. and Talbot said you evade us the whole winter or something like that, so I'm thinking it's not more than three months, but no, they have not a, a clearly established a timeline.
1: That's long enough for Ward to grow a nice trimmed full beard.
0: Yeah, and considering uh, his, his his issues, I'm surprised he was able to trim it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but I guess going back to it, uh, since you brought it up, Ken, the Coulson and Simmons scene in her apartment, I thought was, again, another really cool scene. I mean, I, we're starting to see the two sides of Coulson. It's like on the one side, he's the director. He's kind of walling himself off. But yet, n- now we're seeing... And I think it's, it's probably a direct correlation to May working with him to kind of give in to this thing that's happening to him where he, you know, starts scribbling up the symbols and everything. Like, he's starting to kind of uncork a little bit. Uh, but, you know, the fact that he brought groceries and he cooked dinner for her and, you know, he's—he's—you had a very, uh, like, CIA handler— and CIA and new recruit CIA operative feel for this like he's mentoring her uh, on multiple levels uh, in this. So I I thought that was a that was a nice touch as well. So he's he's kind of being the kindler gentler Colson, but at the same time he's working he's he's uh, evaluating or or uh, uh, helping out with it with a new recruit. He's you know he's he's working the his his asset
0: and meanwhile may is continuing to work uh, her 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 recruit you know the Soda to, to uh, sky yes. and i like that we actually saw some training time with sky we're not just leaving up to oh she's a field agent now and um yeah. all of a sudden this happened no we see her doing her her job i think they set up the uh the uh, heart rate monitor a little bit too hard for that finale, but uh, that final scene. But whatever, yeah. Uh, it, it was just good to see her training, her doing that, and 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 developing her skills, and then seeing her actually put them to use. Um, I think the sky haters will still say how it was it felt forced or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's you know she is being trained. She is a shield agent,
1: and and again, I, her character continues to improve. Yes, I I yes. I've, and I'm not, I mean, part of, I, I know people may say, oh, you, you know, you do a SHIELD podcast, of course you're all in. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way. I, I see somebody that's getting, as an actress and as the writers, getting more comfortable with this character and able to do more with her and seeing, seeing her, her develop as a character. Right. So fit, the other thing we, we get is Fitz uh, is being concerned that he's being, Uh, uh, well I guess I guess before we get to that so Fitz ends up going once he kind of figures out what's going on and because he's he's starting to it's almost like he's starting maybe his brain is starting to find different pathways and starting to kind of make sense of things because while he's still not probably even 75% at this point he's starting to kind of put things together a little more and he realizes that they're they're lying to him like that. They're keeping things from him. Um, and Matt continues to kind of be the closer to, to Fitz than anybody else. Right. Um, but when but Fitz goes down, once he finally realizes what's going on and he goes down into the sub level and sees that Ward is there and has this. Panic attack uh, when he sees that this whole time that he's been there, they've been keeping Ward a down there but b they've been keeping it from him like he didn't know ward was down there which i thought was an awesome reveal because i never really thought about it too much you know that he didn't know right that ward was down there and it was a real interesting you know take because ward was pretty cold-blooded when he dumped them off when he dumped vincent simmons off in the you know, in the in the cube, down into the yeah. into the ocean.
0: And but what and what Ward said is exactly what we said in the show. He was doing the best he could to fulfill his mission, but also save their lives. And yeah, and he copped to that as, as much. Uh, I just want to say that to that this this part though, I continue to be impressed by um, Ian's performance of fits. Yes, in this state, in this mind, it is so different from the fits of season one, and that he was able to sell that that breakdown, that panic attack to me so well. And uh, just, just, that was the, probably the best part of the episode for me. Do you think that it ever goes back
2: to Fitzsimmons the way it was? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. I think, I think yeah. I, the way it was, no. Will they be reunited and they'll find a new relationship, whatever that may be. Yeah.
1: I think it'll be pretty close to that eventually. Maybe, maybe not this season, but I think by season three, I think they they pull that back, that back in, if one if one of them doesn't get get the axe. I mean, <laughs> you yeah, never no, know.
0: Cer- certainly not to the degree it was when we first met them, when they truly were Fitzsimmons. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely two more two individuals now, two fully formed characters than they were at the time. This time last year, last last season.
1: But then Fitz gets a little bit of revenge. Uh, and I think he fully intended to kill him. I think he fully intended to kill Ward, you, you know, just by cutting off his oxygen. I mean, basically doing to him what 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 Ward did to to Fitz. Um, and it wasn't until Fitz kind of leaked out that the team went after Donny Gill. And obviously, with Ward having all this advanced information on on Donny Gill, knew that uh, it wasn't as as it seemed, you know. Fitz laid off and and was able to get that information back up to uh, to the rest of the team. So let's cut. Cu- I guess we haven't really talked too much about Blizzard, uh, Mr. Donnie Gill making his return appearance this episode. He's a bit of a weenie.
0: F- following the same uh, pattern with Project Death Deathlock, we now have Project Blizzard.
1: Yeah, but I, I thought the effects work was was handled pretty well. Uh, yeah, you know when he was inst- kind of instant freezing the the guards and stuff like that. I thought that I thought that effect was worked really well, and we could see how uh, he's he's been able to control this power a lot better. Like he's got he's definitely has fine control over it. He's definitely a lot more powerful than we even thought he was to begin with. I mean, right. between um, you know freezing bodies almost instantly to um, pretty much uh, you know a, a freighter taking a freighter and completely immobilizing it yeah. by freezing it in place.
0: Yeah, and a great, great discussion or brief discussion of something we've talked t- also talked about—is when they said how at the, uh, um, at the fridge is that where he was? No, where was he? Well, whatever he was, they, uh, sandbox. they tra- the sandbox. They trained him and they uh, uh, taught him how to use and heighten his powers. Then they asked, "Well, who was that? Who did who did that? Shield or Hydra?" Um, and we talked about that. You know, with Hydra being all throughout Shield, it was very probable that. You know, Hydra was able to manipulate things to their own ends, and clearly they did in this case. It was the re- big reveal from Ward was that Donny Gill was not only trained in his powers, but he was brainwashed and he took the sandbox. He's the reason why they were able to take it so quickly. Right. And apparently so found- the the right hand man in Hydra there, he must have been at the sandbox to some degree
1: because Gill recognized
0: him. Bakshi. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. But obviously they uh, decide to take Simmons out into the field to kind of prove her loyalty. And she goes along, which everybody was she was a little concerned with because she's, you know, not that type of, of, of agent, but goes along with it. Uh, and then, of course, Colson's team shows up to get Gill and um, Hunter almost shoots uh, Scott uh, uh, Simmons in the back of the head. And it took May shooting uh, hunter in the I guess in the in the vest to to get him to realize that it was Simmons and so he, he didn't take out Simmons uh, and then things kind of get crazy from there
2: and, and there was a good line that I'm gonna screw up from um, from triplet when somebody met, mentions shooting Hunter and he says oh I was hoping it would be me
1: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah but at the end may's like yeah we're square. There's still two others he's got to deal with. Yeah. So there's, there's two more, two more shots we gotta, we gotta watch out. Yeah, for. he
2: said, uh, that's right. He he says May shot me, and Triplett says, man, I wanted to be the one. <laughs> yeah.
0: The um, uh, we also we also revealed that that May knew was probably the only other person who knew that's what Simmons was up to. Now the whole team knows. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, but he was she was able to recognize that Simmons was there and, and asked, "Do we maintain her cover?" I mean, they could have got her out of there right then and there, but you know, Coulson made the the call and you know
1: maintain her cover, and so you know, they did what they had to do. Right, and that's you know, and then a chase ensues, and then that's when we find out that um, that Blizzard was brainwashed, like a lot of the others, and um, kind of comes back into his programming at the end and starts to completely freeze the ship. Um, to trap everybody inside and um and then of course Sky is the one that ends up taking the shot. Now that wasn't an icer, correct? That was an actual rifle, like, like That was a uh, gun. That was a yeah. bullet.
0: She shot the kill. Sponsored uh, yeah. by Fitbit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool as uh, a cucumber.
0: No uh, no body, no death though. Yeah. The way I mean, his obviously. body iced, the way his body iced over, like the, he's in hibernation right now, or he's otherwise
1: got away. Yeah, and and that's fine. I I mean I oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean regardless of what we, th- we think of him as a character, I think it's a cool power to keep on the show. I th- I think, I think, you know we keep talking about it, but eventually I think they're going to grab three or four of these uh, uh, metas or enhanced humans or whatever they call them, uh, and pull them together into an episode that 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 would make for interesting TV. I mean I could see him and. Creel and uh, you know a couple and uh, you know Gra- Graviton's going to show back up at some point. I think that would be kind of a cool, maybe you know, two part episode where we could get some some, you know, pretty good action and uh, I think they can make it really interesting. You know, uh,
0: we keep talking about that. We were talking about that last last season with the the Friggin Sandbox. You know, that was a that was a raft situation waiting to happen, referring to the comics uh, breakout in yeah. the Avengers. Um, so we're still waiting for that big you know villain team up. I got to wonder if the show can afford the effects it would take to make that happen.
2: Well, it's the funny. Effects. We thought, you know, if you think back to the finale of season one, we sort of figured that it would remain a freak of the week situation with them running down guys that escaped from
0: the fridge. Right. You know, at the, from hasn't. the end. No, it I mean, hasn't at all. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, we had Creel two weeks in a row and now this one. So we've had a, a metahuman both all three episodes so far.
1: Yeah, but even Creole wasn't really no I, mean, it I, didn't, was, uh, I didn't really take that as a freak of the week thing I mean there was a you know there was an artifact or whatever that they were going after yeah and just happened true. To be there I mean it, it wasn't like I, I I guess when we use the term freak of the week I mean I think that kind of was coined around Smallville seasons one through three but uh, <laughs> yeah it was which I think they could th- this show could have easily devolved into that uh, but but hasn't true
0: okay uh,
1: we had a really good Conversation between Fitz and Coulson as well, where Coul, where Fitz, you know, admitted, you know, was kind of a little, you know, ticked off at Coulson for the fact that they're keeping all this from him, and, um, and you know, Col- he even, Coulson even, or Fitz even asked him, you know, are you, are you keeping things from me? And Coulson said, yes, you know, of course yep. I am. I'm the director. I'm best, keeping best secrets from Best line of the everyone. conversation. Yes, yeah, I'm keeping secrets from everyone, and then he. Said that's when he kind of broke the news about Simmons and that she's undercover and didn't say was, where
0: though, didn't say what she was doing, just that she right. was on assignment.
1: Right. So obviously Coulson is is starting to realize that Fitz is starting to come around a little bit, yeah. um, and he needs to to keep him in the loop because obviously keeping him in in the dark completely has made him a little unhinged, uh, and you know I think he's a little afraid of what what he may do if if he's just feels like he's just you know a pawn there to to do everybody's you know bidding. Right.
0: Wasn't there another line there where Fitz asked if she volunteered or. I was just going to say, yeah, he, he, and, and Coulson dodged the question. He dodged it big time. And, you know, but he wanted to know like, you know, did, did she leave because of me? And he didn't answer just, just said it was very important to what she was doing.
1: Yeah. Then we get another sky, uh, another skyward scene, uh, and, and this one, there was a, a point in this where I was like, man, if they go down this road, I'm really, I'm, I don't think I'm going to feel real good about this. Uh, when they talked about the brainwashing, because obviously they found out that Donnie Gill was brainwashed. And uh, and, and Ward even says, I, I bet you're thinking that that's what happened to me. That's what made me how I am. And he said, it, it's not. It, it wasn't. And I was like, good. Because if they would have right. went down the road and oh yeah I was brainwashed and that's why I did what I did, no he my was fault. Yeah exactly. I mean he's like nope I was completely complicit. I was loyal to Garrett. You know Garrett. You know saved me from you know from from the situation I was in. I owe him everything. So you know the fact that I was a bad man was all because of that.
0: Yeah you know, we also got a another reference to his family and how yep. his family is pretty popular. Yep. uh powerful, so I mean we we know his brother's gonna be on but they're they're setting up a something to go on there which is which is good to see, and we knew that was coming um and again though, this is that last moment when you know she started to freak out a little bit and she looked at the uh the fitbit and saw she was like hundred and three when she's been at like you know sixteen seventy the whole episode it's like they they set that scene up just a little bit too hard yeah. that, that, that
1: well what set yeah. her off was. Ward said Well the father, if, yeah. Yeah, if you'll let me I'll tell you to your i I'll tell you who your father is and I could take I think he said I could take you to him. Take you to him, yeah. Yeah. And that's when she said we're done here and uh and lost it.
0: I, and I think I just don't know if I needed that that visual uh um, yeah. cue of the of the Hari the, the monitor. I mean to I really guess the, sell it to me.
1: I guess the positive is it shows that as an agent she's she's becoming more accustomed to being able to turn it off like May and to and to deal with that, but there are still some things in her personal life that are she's not able to to kind right. of pull into control. I guess. but I agree with you. I mean, as long as we didn't hear a lot of uh, like loud beeping and her starting to say Ohm, ohm, I I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Smoking the vendor part two. Anyone? Anyone?
2: It's been a long time.
1: Apparently. These bleeds? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I guess that that about does it. I mean, I would, uh, again another solid episode. Do we uh, want to do ratings?
2: Sure. I will give it. Um, I'll give it a 3.75. I, I think it's steady, steady there. You know, they've been around fours for me. I don't even think we rated them last time no, I was
1: on the
0: show. I don't know if you guys rated them last we, episode. We I did. I
1: we rated we we rate did? last week. Yes, we remember. did. We missed the week before. I was drunk,
0: probably. Uh, um, I'm going to go with a 3.8.
1: I'm going to give this one another four. Uh, and I think the, uh, it, it, the Simmons scene at the beginning is what really did it for me. I, I, mean, I the... love
0: I love this show, Russ, but they all can't be four.
1: Don't burst my bubble, man.
2: No. All right, man. I think. Game on, man. I I, I <laughs> love what uh. Oh, let's hold it together, guys. I love um what Fitz. Uh, mm, I love what Ian DeCastro is doing with Fitz, but I think I like old Fitz better. I agree with that. So I think that's starting to run its course with me a little bit and I don't know, maybe that makes the difference right now. Otherwise it's been a pretty maybe. steady, you know, a pretty steady churn. The action is good, the pacing is good and um, you know, it is on a good
0: path, I believe. I I agree with you on this to a point, but I think I'm getting so far enough progress from him week to week. And and it's probably more due to his interaction with Mac, who is probably one of my my uh, favorite of the newer characters. Uh, it's more of that relationship that that's making it work for me uh,
1: than anything else right now. Agreed. Uh, so I guess the last bit of of news that I have is uh, last week we announced I guess it wasn't last week. Yeah, it was last week. We announced a contest. Uh, I put it on Facebook, actually, on October the first, uh, for somebody to win uh, a digital copy of Captain America: The Winter Soldier. So we asked for folks to enter in and to see what they thought, what their thoughts are on uh, Simmons and what she was doing. And uh, so Stephen, I guess it's going to be T. Bearge. I-, I apologize if I uh, butchered your name, Stephen. Um, but he was the closest of all the entrants to being uh, what we know now as of the real reason Simmons is gone. Um, Simmons is undercover for Coulson at Hydra Labs. On the side, she is trying to find some neutral regeneration thing to help Fitz. That is what Coulson is referring to in the preview. So he based his on the preview, which we didn't say was a violation of the rules, Um, and that was kind of the closest uh, uh, to, to a true answer of of those that were entered. I'm
0: pretty um, sure his yeah, I'm pretty sure I can't remember. I think his his entry came in um before that clip was revealed. But it was based on the you new know, next week on, which where we did see Simmons and Hydra and Colson. But the the big longer one uh we I think came later. But I, I, we made a yes. point when that came out saying, Nope, contest's still on. We don't know what this means yet.
1: Yes, yes, yes. But
0: you're right, you know the the phrase undercover I think was the key. Uh yes. that, that made it the closest.
1: So, Stephen, if you can email IAC at HHWLOD.com, I will gladly send you the code so you can redeem that for Captain America the Winter Soldier on your digital device of choice. Excellent. And uh, stay tuned, folks, because uh, we've got some more digital codes for not necessarily Marvel-related stuff, but cool sci-fi-ish Movies and and things like that that we'll toss out now and again for for contests. So uh, keep an eye on out for for stuff like that on either the Facebooks or the show, um, and that'll be a lot of fun.
2: So what is the name of our episode next week?
1: Next week's episode is called Philinda. Hey, <laughs> pretty close. Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Yeah, Coulson, Coulson looked very much like he'd fit on Dancing with the Stars with the open open uh, shirt. I,
0: I really wasn't looking at Coulson.
1: <laughs> that's that's for sure, my friend. Uh, it says, I will face my enemy. Uh, and it looks like, based on the preview image I, I've seen as well, that we'll get our, our old friend Talbot back. So the stash should be alive and well on the Twitters next yep. week.
0: And at least some level of, of investigation with the symbols.
1: Yes, um, cool. and it looks like uh, a very striking Ming-Na in this episode in her ballroom, low-cut uh, sequin ballroom gown.
0: Very,
2: very attractive.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
2: Speaking of which, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, Miss Palicky showing up.
1: Yeah, episode Religious. six, I think. Oh, is it six? six? That was... I yeah, think so. it's six, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe, probably right before that
0: break, maybe right after. Anyway, we'll that no, would a, be I'm sorry, it's
1: episode five. Yeah, I thought, oh, thats I thought a, I thought it was a a hen in the wolf weeks. house. Yes, good, good, good. Which that I, may choose um, the hen. Yeah, that may give us some uh, some yep indication as to where that's going.
2: How awesome Excellent. would it be if if there was a Renner? Uh, guest appearance
0: that it would have something to do with Mockingbird. Oh that would be awesome. It would have to, I would hope. It. That'd be a that would probably be the single biggest missed opportunity of the show if they didn't do that.
1: Yeah. So that's what's coming up. And I guess is that any you guys got anything else? Are we good?
2: Yeah, I, I would just keep an eye on the feed during yes. New York Comic Con because there is a big Marvel TV panel as we record this, it will be tomorrow night, which is Friday. I think it's the evening. Um, anybody interested that can sit in front of their computer or tablet and watch it live, Marvel has a uh, YouTube page up that has most of their big panels streaming live. Um, but for people that can't do that, we are known to uh, you know, rip the audio and throw it up in podcast form. So just keep an eye. If something really big happens at that Marvel TV panel... Um, which is mostly about Daredevil. And I say that because I think they have the cast showing up for Daredevil. Um, You know, maybe we'll throw it up on the feed or or maybe even comment on it a little bit and get it out there. And the mysterious Captain America 2 file, I believe, is still floating in the internets. So that could pop up any day.
0: Oh, the uh, the, uh, commentary, right? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, that will that should post this weekend. Uh, the long lost episode thirty two should should post this weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, like like John said, I think if if there's some crazy uh, breaking news out of that panel, we might pop on just to do a quick maybe fifteen or twenty minute episode uh, to talk about it. If it's if it's something that's just you know to the you know burning us to where we can't wait until uh, next week to discuss.
2: If it's Jason Statham playing Bull'seye, you can uh, I'll be in the street with no pants on. so I would not <laughs> I will not be on the episode, but I'm sure we would record something.
1: Yes, yes yes yes. Uh, so yeah, so keep an eye on the Facebook. keep an eye on the feed. Keep an eye on the website uh, and there's tons of stuff going on on the website. Uh, it seems like every day we're posting at least one to two podcasts. Uh, With TV season in high gear, we have The Walking Dead coming up this weekend, so The Walking Dead TV podcast will be back in full gear. Um, Mr. Jim Dietz has has revved up the DC TV podcast, so if you're, uh, like we say, if you're uh, comic agnostic and and just love the superhero TV stuff, we've got uh, a show for that too, Um, as well as Long Box of Doom, Half Hour Wasted when it shows up, Uh, Out Now, The Black Box, all kinds of cool stuff uh, showing up at H H W L O Um and uh, help out the show. If you head over to our Facebook uh, group at facebook.com slash MCU podcast uh, pinned at the top, we've got an Amazon link. Uh, so if you are like all of us and going to get guardians of the galaxy, you could help out the show by clicking on that link and pre-ordering through Amazon, your copy of guardians of the galaxy. Um, it throws a few pennies our way. Uh, which help you know, support the show with the hosting and everything else. It's greatly appreciated.
2: And really, anything else that you're buying at Amazon, if you head on over to com, there's an Amazon search box right on our page, which will, again, create an appropriate link to get us a few pennies on your purchases.
1: Absolutely. Um, and again, you can send an email to IAC at HHWLOD.com. Um, where we can read your, be happy to read your emails on the air. Uh, we didn't get a whole lot of feedback uh, this week on stuff in general. Like I said, it's a bit of a slow news week overall, too. So maybe as things gear up uh, with news over the weekend, if we get some good feedback on that, we'll read some of that on the air. Um, you could leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830 and just uh, let the voicemail know that you're leaving it for It's All Connected. Um, and we'd be happy to play that on a future episode. Uh, so until next week or sooner, if if uh, if circumstances permit, this is Russ for John and Ken, and you've been listening to "It's All Connected."
2: Good night. At Talbot Stash.